Welcome to For Your Distraction. I am your host. My name is Adam. Sitting across from me as always is Scott. How you doing, Scott? Hootie who? I'm doing good. We're back. We t- we had take another week off. We had take another week off. You know, there's a lot of big dealings happen. A lot of, a lot of stuff happening. Um, I think we're just gonna get into it. We're gonna. We have a lot to talk about this episode. Oh, we have yes. a lot so much. to talk about specifically. The last two episodes of Game of Thrones that we've seen. At yeah, the time, dude. At the time we're recording this, it is probably is the night is the night before the final episode of Game of Thrones. This the, episode six. We'll pull back the curtain that this is being filmed on Saturday, May eighteenth. Tomorrow, is it is it the last episode? It is the last episode. Episode Man, six. You know, I feel like I feel like I'm saying goodbye to some friends. I, we've been invested in this show. Since damn near the beginning, it's been what nine years, ten years almost. About, it's been about nine years at this point. Probably my about god, that. They took a, it it took a big it long took an break. Extra, yeah, extra, extra year in between one year. So yes, it's been. About... It's just been it's it's just been a hell of a ride. You and I both love the show. It's oh, yeah. it's become a, a pop culture phenomenon in this country and around Absolutely. the world. It's it's arguably the most popular show on TV. It would be more popular if it wasn't on uh, HBO. You oh, yeah. know, uh, if it was on like regular network tv it'd be it probably huge wouldn't be as good though because there probably wouldn't be as much money behind it i would imagine and there wouldn't be uh, we wouldn't see as many tits and, and balls and, and heads being chopped yeah, off and you know dragons little, burning little, people to death and little girls getting burned at the stake all the good and, shit yeah, all the stuff all that, we love yeah all that fun stuff yeah love. dude um but anyway it's night before last episode so oh, we man. are going to we didn't meet last week so we're gonna talk about the last episode and the episode and briefly the episode before I think the last episode, episode five, is the big the big episode yeah. to talk about, but we will have to lead in with episode four. Yeah, it was kinda of, it was kind of a setup. I don't think we need to give a play by play rundown. No, no. I mean we did that with the episode before where we did uh, there's so much that went on in that the, the Battle of Winterfell, the Siege of Winterfell, whatever you want to call it, where they fought the, which was great. Yeah. I love that episode. Listen to our last episode, we talked all about it. We gave you pretty much a play-by-play rundown of that episode. We're not going to do that no. with these next two. We're going to talk about the important parts of it, what we liked, what we didn't like. Yeah, I, I, I have some thoughts. I, I have some thoughts and some queries. Um, I'm. It's gonna. Here's here's. I'm gonna I'm gonna pref, I'm gonna preface it with this. It's gonna sound like I hate the show when I talk about it. When I talk about it, it's gonna sound like I hate the show. Bear this in mind. I do not hate this season. I don't. I really like this season. A lot season. of people do. A lot of people do. I really like People this are season. shitting on this season. I know, I know. I really like this season, but there's just a lot of things that are going on in the season that I do not like. Things that kind of irritate me a little bit. Decisions that were made that I'm like, why would you even think to do that? Like, I'm not even a writer. I'm just some jagoff sitting on my couch. Yeah. And even I'm like, why would you go doing this? Yeah. So. I... So. As we talked about, the, the last episode we discussed on the show was the Battle of Winterfell, where they fought the White Walkers. The episode before that was that big setup, yeah. where everybody was converging on Winterfell, getting ready for that battle. And I loved that. I think we talked about it on here. I loved how there was no action. It was all talking, all set up. Yeah. So many people hated that. But I loved it. It was finally bringing our characters. They took their char- time. They brought people together. Bringing our characters together was big. I'm okay with the setup, and I knew what it was leading to. I knew it was leading to that great, epic battle that we saw, and good conquered evil yet again. And so now we get another setup leading up to another battle. Yeah. And got, it's. I was okay with the last setup. I wasn't so much okay with this setup. I think, well, 
one of the good things the benefits that the first setup had to it was it was the first time a lot of these characters are meeting they were bringing together a lot of characters that had never met before they were like oh hey you're doing this well i'm doing this oh hey what's your name oh hey i'm doing this oh i was this guy oh i'm this person like it was bringing together a lot of characters that had never been brought together before so i think that was kind of like hitting that like opium level like oh my god this is so cool and then this next setup was literally just a setup episode there was no new character interaction there was no there there wasn't there wasn't a lot of there really wasn't a lot going on we were talking about uh the the last setup was characters that we've known and loved for years that have never interacted with each other yeah and finally they come together and you get to see these characters you get to see Sansa in a room with Daenerys for the first time. Like we've known you both forever, and you've been separated and by thousands of and miles. She's such a bitch to her for no reason. Yeah, well, that's, that's no reason. But all right, that's fine. So that was just one example. This episode, it's it's kind of like a, you know, it, it's pretty somber when it starts yeah. out, burning the bodies, and you you, you get a sadness. Re- the... You get a recap of the of the main characters that we lost in the battle. You you get a. You see how many bodies are there, how many people they lost. And Tyrion talks about it in the war room. He's like, well, we've lost half our army. So now our numbers are more comparable with Cersei's and she's got the Golden Company. Yeah. So now it's going to be, like, okay, well, it's kind of a. Yeah. And and there, there's the whole sequence of Daenerys is basically telling like, hey, when are we going to ride north or south? When are we going to go south? Now that I've taken care of your shit, honor your agreement with me, take care of my stuff. Yep. And Sansa makes the argument of like. No, like we gotta let people rest. Like we gotta let people rest. She's not and, wrong. Like we gotta let people recover. Did you not see what we just yes. fought last night? Like we, let's recover. For She's a not bit. wrong. Like King's Landing isn't going anywhere. Yeah, but her, but but Daenerys's She's argument impatient. is: the longer we wait, the more reinforcement Cersei gets. She's impatient. But you still have fucking dragons. Yeah, she's so impatient. Like relax, bitch. And this, and they they both turn to John to see who John's gonna side with. And this is going to be my first criticism of the season. My first criticism of the season is the way that they've treated Jon Snow this season. Jon Snow basically looks at them and says, we do as our queen commands or something like that. Like basically says like our queen commanded, let's listen. This has been my biggest problem so far with Jon Snow this season is he's beca- he's basically become a yes man. That's all Do you think he's, he's pussy whipped? Yeah, I do. Okay, 100%. Well, but like, I, but like that's not the character Jon Snow that we've grown over the past seven seasons to know like he's always been the man of honor the man that's going to do the right thing for for goodness sake and you know not not really not so much care about what other people say like he's like he's the one that went behind the orders you remember uh, the original leader of the wildlings whenever they burned him at uh the wall whenever you, you remember the few seasons ago before he Mance became Raider. Mance Raider yeah remember when they burned him and he went against like the the wishes of burning him alive by shooting him in the heart he like he went against wish because it was the right thing to do and well he 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 never pledged allegiance to Stannis yeah but I so if, if he would have bend the knee to Stannis and Stannis had told him I don't believe let him, him burn at the stake I don't believe he would have let him burn at the stake I still don't believe well, he would let him burn at the stake John you can say a lot about him but he is loyal. Yeah. He is motherfucking loyal to a T. And, and he bend the knee to Daenerys. That is him pledging 
his life, his sword is everything for her. And he's a man of his word. He's which, a man of his word. He but will he not go back on he that. He would have still spoken up to try to convince her otherwise. He oh. would have, he would have done that. He did, he hasn't done any of that stuff. If even if he would have he I don't care if he listens to her and does what she says, but if he would have voiced his opinion. If you would have said well, we need to let our men, you know, rest and stuff like that. Like episode 1 of of Game of Thrones when they first find the direwolves and Ned Stark orders them to be like kill kill the kill the cubs because or the kill the the pups because you know we don't want them to suffer through winter and stuff like that he went against ned stark it's like my lord like in a smart way by saying my lord there are there are five there are five dire wolves here and you have five kids you know one pup one puppy for each kid you know maybe don't kill him maybe don't kill him he's like fine and then fion found the sixth yeah and, and so it looks like you get one if yeah and yeah. if john had been the same character that was written this whole season but the second ned stark had said kill the pups he'd have been like all right Pull the knife and stab the pup. He wouldn't have tried to convince some others. So my point is, he's he's not there really was five, right? Wait. There were there were there's yeah there's because there's five Stark kids: Isn't Sansa, there? Arya, Bran, and Rickon, Rickon, Rob. Rob. Oh, Rob! Rob is six. That's six. Rob. So that's, so there were six. I forgot about Rob. Yeah, there were six. He's been around a while. Yeah. So there were okay. six wolves, and then the seventh one was Jon's. So. Like, no, no, that's five. That's no. Six women, Jon's. Arya, Sansa, Rob, Rickon. Brand. Uh, Bran, then Rob, and then John. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. So, so, so right the first, time, right yeah. the first time. Okay, right the first time. Um, but anyway, like that—that's the character I want to see. I want to see the character that goes to Daenerys, even in private, and be like, "We need to let our forces rest. Like, I like we will follow you, but we gotta let our force like try to convince her or try to speak up a little bit." He's been a yes man this entire season, even leading up to this last episode. He's been basically a yes man. Mm. We'll see how much of a yes man he is in the next episode. Probably not, hopefully, but he's based. So that's been my biggest problem with John. So the way so he was written. Speaking of that, we were talking. I, I was tongue in cheek comment where I said, "Well, you think he's pussy whipped?" And you said, "Yeah, I agree." But do you think he's still pussy whipped now that you know the hot chick he's been banging is his aunt? No, I don't. He's not cool with that. No, like. Like, the Targaryens are cool with family banging each other. The Lannisters are cool with family banging each other. The Starks and, and Varys... They frown upon it. They Varys upon says it. this. They don't do that shit in the North. Yeah. But, you know, normal. a lot of people... Oh, it's okay. You know, it, just with a little bit of incest. Yeah. Alabama's been doing it for <laughs> hundreds of years. <laughs> you're right. Yes, you're right. I, I don't believe that he... I don't really necessarily believe he's been pushed up now. I think maybe, if anything, he's in shock right now. We're like, I've been banging my aunt. What? I think maybe he's like, can I can I get a little what Theon had? Maybe chop my dick off a little bit, please. Like, can do something like that, please and thank you. I'm just saying, it's been disappointing. I saw a great meme. It was the scene where John is in the in the crypt, telling her that he's her nephew, and it was just that scene. Nothing to, but they put the Pornhub logo in the corner. <laughs> That's all they had to do. And I wonder how many parodies are being filmed right now, right now, of just that one scene. Oh, shit. Oh, I love the internet sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I hate it, but sometimes it, yeah. it comes through. That's going to be like, that's going to be the staple of a lot of my problems with the season is the writing. The mm-hmm. writing and the direction that they've gone with a lot of these characters and how they've written them is very, very poor in my opinion. Well, this is the first season that it's not George R.R. R. Martin. Yeah. And this shows that the you writers can... and creators don't know what the fuck they're doing. I think one of the creators, one of the directors, the one of the creators, I looked it up because I heard about it and I looked it up. 
you know what he is one he's one of his best known for writing oh here we go Um, don't say fast and furious don't say fast and the furious in 2009 he is one of the co-writers of x-men origins wolverine and that was a very very shit fucking movie that took that took source material and completely fucked it oh origins wolverine yes the one where not, they one where they had deadpool and they sewed his mouth shut not the gave, wolverine no 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 no, no. Oh, the origins one i was gonna say i don't think i hated it that much no 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 that's the wolverine yes that's the that's wolverine. when he goes to that's, like feudal japan right yeah oh man yeah. i was mixing them up yeah, no. oh yeah the one with deadpool yeah. that's one of the head creators creators of game of thrones was one of the co-writers of that fucking movie oh, so this yeah, just so this just in my in my opinion this shows that the writers and the creators have no fucking clue what they're doing outside of the source material. Whether or not you say George R. R. Martin, you know, is taking his sweet time and isn't working with them as well, it doesn't matter. It just shows that these writers, for seven, if you're a writer and you've been working on a show for seven seasons, don't you think that the eighth season, whenever you have to kind of come up with your own ideas and do your own thing, you've gotten used to the format of the way the show works that you would kind of, you know, recreate it so that's just as good for the finale i don't know maybe that's just me also i I heard that the creators have been uh pulled to are going to be pulled to write the next disney star wars trilogy apparently like the creators have been are they're like they're like on on deck to basically write the next disney star wars trilogy i I don't i did not hear that but i'm not surprised i i think i read that somewhere and there's another theory that i hope is not true but that i made up where I think that maybe they're just trying to get that Disney money, so they're just trying to get through the season as quickly as possible so they can get the fuck out of there and get the Disney money. Could be. Could well, because be. the reason why I think that is because Disney told them, like, hey, this is your final season. You got, you know, the, we're finishing up the show. We want to keep those subscriptions for as long as possible. So if you guys want 10 episodes, you can have 10 episodes. We'll go, we'll go, up, we'll go up to 10. You know, we, you, can, you can have all those episodes. And they told HBO, like, now nah, we got this in six. Don't worry about it. So they could have had more to spend more time with these characters, and they chose to have four less episodes. So that's why I kind of think they're just trying to get the fuck out of there. That's my opinion. And I, I did not hear that, but I absolutely believe, because Disney is notorious for doing that, they're seeing how popular Game of Thrones is and how much money it's making, and they're like, we're trying to get down on that. I wonder if... Come over here. I wonder if they're seeing all the feedback from this last season, and maybe they're rethinking, like, maybe we don't want those fucking guys now. They don't give a shit, because why? Because it has fucking Star Wars in the title, and people are still going to go see it. They are. Like, people went and saw Solo. They did. It didn't do as well as they wanted. It didn't. It didn't, it didn't do as well as they thought they were going to do. I actually don't think it was that bad. That's the, reason, that's the reason why they're taking... That's. I think that's the reason why they're taking a break from Star Wars for a while. Me too. Like, that's what they said. Like, people are Star Wars out and they're not... The Star Wars movies that are coming out are not being as well received. So Disney's like, all right, let's pump the brakes on Star Wars for just a little bit. Yeah. Pumping the brakes. So they are They are doing that. So not. So just because you throw Star Wars on a title doesn't mean Disney's going to be like, fuck it, let's do it. So... I don't know, but that that was just that was just my first thing. We'll get into Tyrion later. I've been disappointed with the way Tyrion's written, but we'll get into that later. Um, the two big events that happened in Episode Four was spoilers if you haven't seen it. Obviously, one. Oh yeah, give the spoiler alert. If you, one if you haven't watched. You gotta. Yeah, one one of the dragons is killed in this episode. Out of fucking nowhere, just just completely outright killed. 
Yeah, that was shocking. There's they, uh, it's it's a split difference for people like this. Some people loved it because it was out of nowhere, it was out of place, it just happened, it was a surprise kind of thing. I hated the way the dragon died, not because the dragon died, but because in my opinion, the way that those dragons are flying around, they could have seen those ships from a far off distance. They could have seen those ships from a while, a while away. So I don't I can't imagine why they would have been so surprised all of a sudden that, you know, there are ships down there, but they were uh just my opinion i would have preferred this is why i would have preferred kill the dragon but have like a naval battle we haven't seen like a naval battle but have like a naval battle between the iron fleet and uh danny's fleet dragons are flying around doing their thing and then all of a sudden euron gets off some good shots and then boom 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 kills one of the dragons that would have been more dramatic for well me. what they like, wanted yes. to do and a little bit of foreshadowing they wanted us they wanted to introduce you to the new and improved scorpion gun that Clayburn or Clyburn yeah. invented. They're fucking crazy. They are. they are. Like, it killed a fucking dragon in mid-flight. You're on Greyjoy did. Should show some credit where credit is due. Like, they're fuck Those fucking guns, and they just, like, slaughtered the ships like it wasn't a damn thing. Yeah. Which, which I'm fine with. I'm absolutely fine with all that stuff, but it's, once again, the writing direction. I would have preferred... A little more drama with my thing. I would have preferred a more, little more, you know, fleet battle. Let's try and get the ships together, get some, get some hits off. Maybe, like, maybe the dragons don't like destroy the Iron Fleet, but maybe they take out a couple mm-hmm. ships, and then all of a sudden, boom, 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 one dragon gets pelted with a bunch of arrows, and Danny realizes, oh shit, this is a problem. Yeah, I'm with I'd you. Have, I would I'm have preferred you. a little bit more of that. I would have liked a- to. I would have liked to have seen a naval battle. I'm not cool with the way that uh the dragon i can't even keep their name straight i don't even know which one that was was it drogon or is drogon no. the one that's so alive Viserion is the one that died in the north yeah drogon i don't even know yeah even fuck know. who cares it nobody cares it he's, doesn't dead. Matter. he's dead it doesn't matter so yeah i did not like that scene but there's a scene you're getting you're getting ahead of me on the shit we want to bitch about about game of thrones there was a scene previous to this that, that kind of kind of didn't like. You're going to have Bef- to remind me. I don't remember. Before they left the North, when they're having the old jerk each other off, celebratory... You're talking about when they were in the Godswood and Jon Snow was there talking about the... His no, lineage? they're in the Great Hall. And they're, having, they're drinking and they're partying because yeah. they won. Okay, yeah. Um, I just didn't like how Tormund just... Like Brienne just oh he got oh our boy Tormund he cried dude yeah you never I've never seen it uh, he loved her he loved her and she just ripped his heart and I mean I I understand she didn't have feelings for him because she likes fucking Jamie Lannister but we all knew where this was going who doesn't let's be honest let's be honest he and important to say that Jamie and Brienne finally bang multiple times multiple times it was time. more than once it wasn't just a one night thing he was he was on the down low for like the entire time basically after the battle of winterfell yes so yes but what makes me mad is i mean torman he is what he is like he wears his heart on his sleeve but he loved her he would have done anything for her they would have had great big giant babies that would have taken over the world I would take some Tormund uh, Brienne babies <laughs> like, at this point. Yeah, yeah. So. See, and instead, she she breaks his heart and goes to Jamie, And we all know how that's going to end with Jamie. Well, we, see, we saw it. We so see we what know. happens. Okay, we'll yeah. talk about it. He leaves and goes back to Cersei. Yeah. Which you, did you know he was going to do that? Because I fucking did. It's Jamie. 
just when you think he's going to redeem himself, he pulls that shit. And I knew it. I knew he was going to do that. Yeah. What did you think about that? I hated that. I hated that. When it happened, I was like, I saw that coming. I did I'm not surprised about that in the slightest bit. Kristen, Kristen did. My wife, Kristen, we watched it. She was upset. She was upset. She thought that she wanted, she wasn't like me. I was shipping hard for Bran and Tormund. She was shipping hard for Jamie and Bran. I feel like it was, once again, goes back to the writing. I feel like it was just an excuse to get him back up to, or get him back down to uh, King's Landing. I really feel like it's an excuse to just try to get him out of the good circle, out of the good circle of the good guys, and get him back on their shit list. I feel like that's what it was. That's kind of what I felt like it was. Yeah. It, it didn't feel real. So I did not like that. I didn't like... Uh, uh, Gendry, who got made a lord of Storm's End, yeah. which is a cool scene. I like that. I thought that was nice. It was a smart. It was a smart well, play by Danny. Tyrion too. called her out on. He's like, yeah, it was also a smart move by you. The right yeah. move to do, but also a smart move because exactly. he's going to be loyal to you. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. A Baratheon in your. It was corner. one of those very. It was one of those very good writing aspects. Where I'm like, that's. A I like that. I like that, that too. Good. But then he goes and confesses love to Arya, and right then and there. And she fucking gives him the finger. What oh, is it knew, with these bitches? I knew that. I knew that was going to happen easily because you knew. We all knew Arya was never that kind of person. We all knew Arya was never going to be a lady of a hall. But later on, she second guesses herself. You can tell when she's with the hounds. We'll get it. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But when she's with the hound at King's Landing, I think she thinks about him. We may see. This I don't. In the last I don't episode. doubt that she doesn't care about him, and I don't doubt. I bet you she does love him. Mm-hmm. I bet she does. But that's not the point. The point wasn't whether she loved him or not. The point was she is a she is a swordsman. She is a assassin. She is a she is not the lady of some house. That's not what she Why is. Why can't you be the lady of some house and still be a be- badass assassin be- on the side? Because the idea the idea of being the lady of a house is against everything that she grew up to believe. Everything that she felt she fought against it tooth and nail. From the point that she was a child, from the point we see her in season one, she fought against it every step of the way. And so now is her chance to change that. But there's no. But she doesn't want to. That's the point. She doesn't want to be late. She she if Sansa weren't alive and she was the only Stark left, she wouldn't want to be Lady of Winterfell. She wouldn't want to do it. Instead, she'd be like, "Oh, they killed my family. Give me my knife. I'm gonna go kill them." Well, you got to be Lady Winterfell. No, no, no. Fuck off. Give me my knife. I need some bitches to kill. Well, I'm still saying maybe in the final episode, which we haven't seen yet when we're recording this, maybe she goes and kills some more people and then heads back and lives happily ever after as Lady of Storms End. I don't, I'm hoping she does I don't that. want her. I don't want her to do that because I want a badass female persona. She can still be badass and live happily ever after. Why not? She could, be, she could live happily ever after, but she doesn't have to be tied down to some man to do it, Scott. She doesn't need some man to but live happily ever after. he understands her. He loves her for who she is. I think she could go off on quests and he wouldn't care. Like, you know, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. She's not going to live very long if she keeps living a life of... I think she likes living on the road. I think she likes... I think that's, I think that's where she's most happy. I think she's most happy living on the road, living on the trail, riding her brand new white horse that somehow survived the fucking ending of the last episode to ride off into the sunset. I, I, I feel like she likes just being on the road. That's her thing. She doesn't like living in one place. That's why well, I think it is. She basically tells Gendry to go fuck himself, and she leaves with who? 
the hound. The hound. A hound. Ain't nothing but a hound dog. Can't slander Kagan. 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 Well, he, yeah. Uh, they're back together. I thought that was cool because I loved in the previous seasons when they were they together. Have good, they have a good dichotomy. They do. They, they, they do. They have a good bit, little back they and do. forth. So I was happy to see them back together on the trail to King's Landing. I don't plan on coming back. Neither do I. I loved that. I yeah, loved that. That exactly. was cool. That was cool. So yeah, I love that too. the fleet's destroyed. A dragon is killed. And someone is captured. Masande. Masande. My Sunday. So she survives the Battle of Winterfell only to get fucking picked up by Which the Iron Fleet. It's really weird that she got captured. I'm, I'm not saying it's bad writing. I'm just saying it's really weird that out of all... Because you know damn well they weren't look really ship, shipping for prisoners. You know they were probably stabbing fucking people that were in there the water. There was unsullied in the water yeah. and they were... Yeah, oh, harpooning them and stuff they like sure that. Were. So it's really weird. They kind of picked her out a lot to pull her up, but whatever. They went baby seal clubbing on the Unsullied. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. So they we find out Masande got killed. How do we find no, out? She Be- gets captured. Or uh, captured, I mean, captured. Yes. And we find out because Danny takes her armies, which looks really, really small at this point compared to what well, we Well, it's s- not the full army. It's just mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. It's just a small regiment. Why would you not? Why would you take a small regiment? Be- because they're just going to negotiate terms. Tyrion's trying his damnedest. I don't know what he's thinking. He knows Cersei's this never going to give in. This is my problem. We're going to come to my problem with Tyrion now. I'll just might as well bring it up. Tyrion for for I'm going to say six and a half seasons. Six and a half seasons. Tyrion has been a intellectual. He has been the smartest person in the room. He's always been calculated. He's always gambled and he's always won. He's always been the kind of person that knows what's going on. He's like, he plans for things. And when things backfire, he doesn't panic or give up. He always has a backup plan, something, something to kind of like get him out of his own situation. He's always been a cold, calculating individual. And about the middle of season seven, I would say he's just become the fool. Like he's wrong Every decision he makes yeah, is he's, wrong. He's made a lot of he's mistakes. Never made a great decision. He's on Danny's shit list. He's constantly apologizing, despite the fact that Varys touted him as this big individual. Like you're going to need him, as I would say, he should be your hand because he's such a he's such a good advisor. Blah 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 blah. Like they've written him as a fool. This and this entire season, he's been written as the fool. Like just he knows for a fact. Like he goes up to the he's talking to Kyburn who comes out to negotiate for Cersei, and then he says, fuck it, like, I'm not talking to you anymore. And he blows past Kyburn and goes up to the wall to try to talk some sense into Cersei. You're not talking sense into this bitch. You know damn well you're not talking sense into her. Why would you even try? Your sister hates you. More than anybody. More than anybody more than in Danny. Yeah. More than fucking Danny. Yeah. she hates you more than anybody. Like, you know for... And I think the intelligent Tyrion would know, I can't talk sense into her, so all I can do is try to mitigate the... Make us few casualties as possible while taking her out because he I know- tries but i think he knows that but then he does know because he is smart enough there's only one person that cersei would ever listen to and that's jamie and he tries to send jamie to talk some yeah sense jamie got caught trying to leave in and danny brings that up after our boy varus is executed for treason oh well we got we- 
Masande gets executed. We forgot to bring that up. Well, yeah, I mean, you were bringing up that a whole bit. But I yeah, know, yeah. I know. We, were, we got off on the Tyrion. What but... sets Danny off, the, what sets her off, basically, is Masande gets beheaded. Masande, it's her best friend. Basically, best friend. Yeah. basically, yeah. It's her best friend, and Masande gets beheaded, and Cersei just stares at her, and Danny just gets she gets that angry look in her face and she turns around and starts walking away that's how episode four ends yeah that's that's the end of so you're yeah. like oh my god they fucking chopped this bitch's head off i thought they were gonna like put a noose around her neck and like push her over and let her hang on the gates or something like that that would have been a very game of thronesy kind of yeah, thing Sir too Gregor, the, the mountain yeah. just clean yeah. swipe yeah so masande dies poor gray worm they're cute together yeah they're gonna then, go off and live in north and i don't know do something she's they both survived that horrible battle only for her to die in like the worst way and like he can't, a and shit he can't, way and he can't do anything to save her either there was nothing he could have done to stop it that's what makes it even worse but that's the end of episode four we get to episode five and Varys sees the writing on the wall Varys is the one that Varys has been playing the game not for the sake of the rulers but he's been saying it since like the beginning i i fight for the people that's who I play the game My allegiance for. is to the realm. Yeah, to the people. Like, the people that can't... Because he was one of those fucking people. He was one. He was tortured, and he was beaten. He was he was a downtrodden individual when he was young, so he knows what it's like. He got castrated. He got his... Yeah. He got his wiener cut off. He's a eunuch. Yeah, so it's... So he knows what it's like. So he's his whole thing is, I fight for the people. That's who I fight for. He, he tells everybody that. It's not like it's a fucking secret. He lets you know, like, I fight for the fucking people. That's who I go for. And he finds out that Jon Snow of Jon Snow's lineage, because Tyrion finds out from Sansa, who found out from Jon himself. It's a whole fucking, it's a tree. It's a, it's what, what are they called? One of those uh, letter trees or whatever it is. Telephone. You know? Yeah, telephone. Yeah. Yeah, John was not supposed to tell anybody. And, of course, he, he, he told her. He was up front. I can't keep this from my family. Yeah. And he didn't. He told his family. The and... only thing he's been defiant about about Danny, and even then he's like, he was kind of like. Because he has two loyalties here, to his queen and to his family. I respect him for. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. So Varys sees the writing. I love the line. I, the one thing, one thing I love is Varys' line is when you, a Targaryen is born, a, co- a, fl- a coin is flipped and you don't know which end it's going to land on. And he said that Danny's is still flying through the air. He doesn't know where it's going to land. He, but he's like, I guarantee, but I would be willing to bet where yours is landed when he, he's talking to Jon Snow. Right. And that's the moment that Jon Snow finds out, shit, they fucking told him. Like, they betrayed me and they fucking told everybody. So now Varys knows. And I, I thought that was the coolest line because, yes, we know where Jon Snow's coin has landed. He's on the side hey, of don't pure. don't tell anybody. Hey, everybody. Smokey's taking a shit in the weeds. I ain't going to tell anybody else, though. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. I want to see that meme. That's all I want to see right now. I just want to see that meme. I can tell nobody else though. <laughs> but that's yeah, you know, that's what happens. And so I didn't get this at first whenever I watched episode five, but I kind of understood later whenever I, I was uh, listening to some somebody else talk about it. Apparently, Varys has been possibly poisoning Danny's food to try to maybe kill her so that Jon Snow would take the throne. Because of the there's that scene where that little girl oh. there's a scene you you didn't catch it either I I didn't really catch it the first time oh. either there's a scene where the little girl comes in and they're talking and stuff like that and she makes a point of saying well she's not eating her food and he has this forlorn look on his face like well you know we just have to keep trying or whatever he says something he says something ominous and I didn't catch it at first 
and she and she was based Volga was like oh the guards are staring at me they they keep looking at me and he makes a thing thing about like you there's a reason why we take big risks or some shit like that or we got to keep taking these big risks so I, from what a lot of people are saying and it makes total sense that Varys is trying to poison her meals maybe mm-hmm. is what's going on so long story short he gets burned for treason or whatever yeah. and Tyrion is the one that fucking turned him in fucking Tyrion turn it fuck you Tyrion. i think it would okay? i think it's you okay i think you it's up. no i think it's i think it's like bad writing almost on the point of Varys' side where it's like he's kind of jumping the gun a little bit with the whole poisoning and trying to take her down kind of thing before she's done anything really bad mm-hmm. i don't know but anyway Varys is dead so Varys is dead and they move on to king's landing Okay, so they, I, I feel like the writers wanted to make this look more of a, more of a complicated battle. Like, before, with the dragons, with the Unsullied, with the, the Dothraki, with all the North, with the... It was one-sided. Like, they were going to just kill everybody at King's Landing. It wasn't going to even be a fight. It was going to be easy. So now, they had half of their army slaughtered at, King, at uh, Winterfell. the Winterfell. And she Two brings dragons in, are dead. Yeah, she brings in the gold coming. So they're going to make it look like more of more of a battle here, you know. Yeah, you so think like we're going to get something. You, th- cool. you think it's going to be close. So there's a quote. There's a quote that I'd like to bring up, and I'm comparing it to the them just fighting a war and defeating the fucking White Walkers and the Night King. Yeah, the fucking dead. Like they weren't supposed to win that fight, and yet they did. And now they have to go fight King's Landing, and now you're like losing your armada and losing a dragon. In the 1980 Olympics ice hockey team, the movie Miracle with the USA ice hockey team. Okay. So they upset the Soviet Union. They weren't supposed to win. Team USA did. The movie Miracle's about that. It was like the coolest thing ever. So they go. That wasn't the championship game. A lot of people think that was for the gold medal. That was to go to the gold medal. So Team USA goes to the gold medal and they have to play Finland or Sweden or somebody like that. And after the first period, Team USA is losing. Herb Brooks, the coach of the team, walks into the locker room. Everybody's got their heads down. He grabs a hockey puck and throws it with all of his might at the wall. And there's like a cork board there. With, it goes through the wall makes a hole. Everybody's like, <clears throat> he goes, we didn't beat the Soviets to come here and lose to the fucking Finns. Get out there and win. And I kind of felt like we didn't beat the White Walkers and the Army of the Dead <laughs> to come here and fucking lose to Cersei. Okay? Get the fuck out there and do your shit. Like, that's I that's thought, a perfect, perfect quote. I felt quote. like Herb Brooks was talking through that. Like, that's perfect quote. Perfect <laughs> yeah. fucking quote. Yeah. Like, and the USA came back and won the gold medal. Oh, like, yeah. Like, they had to. Like, we they were going to. We yeah. are the champions. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Perfect quote. Like, perfect comparison. So like, they're at King's Landing. At King's Landing, the Army of the North is with the Unsullied and the Dothraki. Whoever's which, left, yeah. Which, the respawn rate on that Dothraki, whoo boy. If you're a video game fan, you'll know what I'm saying. <laughs> because there's so many fucking Dothraki left. Where the fuck did they come from? Like, they all... They, where'd they come? Like, they all should have... Or at least majority of them, like, at least four-fifths of them should have died. There was a lot more in that the, battle than I thought To the fucking undead. Yeah. And they've got Dothraki running through the fucking streets. 
where the fuck did these guys come from? Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of fucking Unsullied, too. A lot more than I thought there'd be. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more fucking Unsullied left there. But he got them standing outside the fucking gates. You know, crossbows on the walls. Trying to figure out, you know, what's going on. What's the dealio going to go? Mm-hmm. Grey Worm giving his angry face. There's nothing but angry face this whole fucking episode. And we got the Iron Fleet and you're on out on the uh, in the bay and the uh, it's setting in up. the harbor. It's setting up to be a good one. All the, there's quiet. They're looking around. They're seeing what's going on. Before you before you get into the fighting, you might want to tell the people what did Tyrion say about the bells? The bells Tyrion are very told important. Jamie, Tyrion told Jamie that because he released he, Jamie. He released Jamie after he was captured and said, I, "Listen, if you can convince Cersei to leave, convince her to leave." king's landing you i i have set it up i he, he talked to uh the onion knight he's like i have set it up to a way where you have a way out you have a way out you can get past the, you can get past the fleet the fleet's not going to be a problem don't worry about it but you can get past just you know get her out of there and we can end this whole thing but when you do it ring the bells in the church ring the bells so that that'll be the sign for us that you have that the the city has surrendered that everything's done and we can avoid all this senseless right. slaughter right. and then the gates can open and we can just you know take everything and nobody has to die or at least we can keep the casualty rate as low as possible so the important thing is the bells have to ring and that signals the surrender of what's going on right and he tells it to Daenerys and she agrees and he says it to John. It says it to Gray. Where he t- Tyrion's telling everybody the oh, bells, yeah. the bells, the bells, the bells. Sing the bells, 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 bells. Little hunchback reference for you. Thank I you. Know, I liked it. Um, so yeah, the bells are the big important thing. Like boom, bells. Meanwhile, while before the army even attacks, before anything even happens, we've got Arya and the Hound are in the city. Oh, they are. They've made it into the city. So did Jamie, but separately. Yes, I was going to bring that too. Jamie made the city too. They make it into the Red fucking Keep. Mm-hmm. As they're closing the doors, Arya and the Hound making the Red Keep, but Jamie doesn't. He's mm-hmm. still outside the Red Keep. Um, there was really funny line. I don't know if it's like bad or not, but it's really funny. Whenever, San, whenever Clegane and Arya ride up to the city and they stop them and they're like, what do you, what's your business here? And Arya's like, I'm here to kill the queen. And he, she's real straight face about it. And Clegane's like, look, if you just let us through, let us do our deed, we can avoid all this fucking fighting and you won't have to die tomorrow. He's like, I got to talk to my captain. And they just fucking ride off. And I'm like, that was really funny. No, I'm surprised nothing came of it, but that was really funny. So anyway, that's what happened. So Arya and Clegane are in the Red Keep. Jamie's trying to find his way in there. All of a sudden screaming out of the fucking sky like a bat out of hell comes Danny riding on the dragon. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, here comes my first major problem with this episode. Boy, that dragon got really fucking good at dodging those crossbows. Here's why. Boy, think, he got yes, really fucking yes. do- good at it. Like, so she, the holy fuck. So he went for the ships first. Yes. I know you're going to say the sun. You're going to bring up the sun. The, the, she was flying in from the sun. They were blind. It was blinding. I wasn't so, going to say that, but okay, that, that, you, that, that might have something to do with it. I have a counter She's that. prepared. She's more prepared. The first dragon was killed by this thing. They, they weren't ready for it. Now she is. She came up. Like, they were flying around that mountain, and then they got hit. Yeah. She's up super fucking high where they can't even see. And she comes straight fucking down. Those Key- things. Keyword. They can't go straight up. Keyword. 
straight down. She wasn't zigzagging. It was a straight fucking line. They couldn't. They couldn't. I don't think those. They were shooting arrows, and she was. She was. They dodged spinning. a few because she was spinning. So they could. So they could do that. They could shoot her from that. I don't way. think they could go straight up. But there was probably she wasn't, some that were she wasn't, up. No, no, no. You're, she wasn't coming down at a 90 degree angle. She wasn't coming down straight down. She was coming down at an angle. Like, I, I know it's a podcast. You can't see what my fingers are doing. But maybe you could describe it. Maybe like at a 45 degree angle, we'll say. Like a big bird was, coming in for landing. coming down. Adam is moving his hand. She was coming down. He's coming, coming like down. A, open a, up. Uh, yeah. Open up. Okay. No, 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 no. She was coming down at like, say, a 45 degree angle. She was definitely not coming down straight down at them. They could absolutely hit him. And we, there's proof of that because she had the fucking dodge arrows whenever she was flying she down. Do- at them. They dodged a few. But nonetheless, she was more prepared for this weapon now. That That's a big deal. But, like, what can you do to be prepared for this weapon in, like, a day? Like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're not training. Like, the only way you can prepare is if you take your dragon up in the air and have, like, your men shoot, like, soft tip arrows at the dragon to try to dodge it that's the only way you could prepare like what else are you gonna fucking do like really i just think i i got a problem with it because she like it was such a big threat when it was just the fucking fleet's arrows now she's got to contend with the fleet and the wall's arrows and all of a sudden she's a fucking master at it in like a day it's it's a irritating kind of thing it's just, it's one of those like irritating writing things where it's like because he, here's my biggest problem with it she literally takes care of everything like real fucking like the ar- her armies do not fight at all. She takes care of the fleet. She takes care of all the fucking ships. Even when she's coming screaming down, whenever I mentioned that the you know she's got the sun at her back and blinding him. Even when she gets down to an angle, that like there were those ships are spread out enough that when she came down at that angle, there would have been ships that were behind her away from the sun that could have seen her easily and shot her. And those fuckers were those fuckers were marksmen on that ship. Maybe not on the wall, but on the ship. They were fucking marksmen because they shot that dragon out of the air in the previous episode like it was fucking nothing. Like it was literally nothing. And it's got to be extremely difficult to shoot a moving object like that when you're that high in the air. So, <laughs> I don't know. She, she destroys the whole fleet. And then when you think like, oh, she's taking care of the ships. Maybe the army's going to move in and they're going to storm the walls. And, you know, we're going to have this big siege and everything like that. No, they wait. And she blows a hole through the front gate. And then proceeds to decimate the entire walls of King's Landing. So every single fucking crossbow. Let's talk about the Golden Company and their cat and their pleated yeah. khakis. Yeah. So they wore khakis. They came out they came out in front of the gate. They came out in front of the and gate. And they were they were out. hailed. They've been talking about them for so they're they're hailed as these great warriors, these cell swords. Apparently in the books there's a lot more about the Golden Company. Like they they've done them once again, I, I keep using this phrase, they've apparently done them dirty in this show because apparently in the, in the books the Golden Company is like plays a bigger role and is much more important than it is in this show. Should so, have brought the damn elephants. Fuck yeah. Those elephants would have been toast too. Oh yeah, they would have <laughs> 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 toasted elephants. Yeah, damn. But yeah, they're standing out in front of the gate, and we got that good-looking guy, you know, just that pseudo-supporting character that could have been a main character at some point, just sitting on his horse, and all of a sudden you hear all these explosions in the background. And yeah, that poor guy, he had two John, lines. John's like looking around, like, "Huh, what's going on?" And Graham's just staring off and puts his helmet on. He's like, "I'm ready for fucking action!" And then, boom! boom. The fucking gates explode and. The goddamn walls come down, and he's like the last surviving member of his company, and he gets up off the ground. Shot the one the walls fell. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, he yeah. gets up off the ground and he sees the Dothraki screaming forward. Oh, and he's just like, well, I'm fucked. And then the Unsullied and the Northmen come in. And they just storm the fucking walls. And then they go through to pillage and rape and kill everybody. Yeah, they... they f- <laughs> Damn. They fucked yeah. that shit up. Yeah, they did. And We should do that to Washington, D.C. <laughs> like, that's what we should do to Washington, D.C. Send a dragon to Washington, D.C. Send a motherfucking dragon. Light the whole shit on fire. Yeah. Collateral damage. Fuck yeah. Oh, my gosh. But it was... But Danny destroys all the fucking turrets. Cersei's up in the Red Keep all smug and kyburn is like your grace we need to we, we we should flee like the no the arrows we've got the crossbows you know we'll be able to take care They're of them. all like bitch what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about like all the the fleet's destroyed the crossbows are done Damn. you oh and they, oh my my men will fight to the last man it, 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 it's fine it's fine we'll be all good and then there's that moment where the armies meet by this point they're not killing fucking the the army they're not killing cersei's army they're killing civilians like guardsmen and shit like that they're mm-hmm. not even fucking fighting the army they meet the army in the middle of the city and it's just like john snow standing next to gray worm and the unsullied and the men of the north are just there just kind of like waiting for something to happen and then they throw down their fucking swords they give up they surrender they like surrender that. they throw down their swords the bell's rung the bell's rung the bell that's is important rung. the bell is rung Danny lands on the wall around them and is just sitting there and she's got that shitty look on her face like these fuck, these fucking bitches I swear to god I could eat their fucking hearts right now like she, she was is like, ready to go that was fucking it yeah like, like, are you guys serious I brought my dragon for nothing like what the fuck are you doing you brought your dragon for you didn't need to bring anybody else yeah like no one else needed to do a damn yeah. thing you could have left the men of the you could have left the northmen up there to rest and brought the fucking <laughs> she didn't down. need them yeah. she didn't need them she needed her on the back of one fucking dragon which irritates, <laughs> irritates the fuck out of me it's so irritating <laughs> oh shit like there's been this idea of like i gotta raise my armies and i gotta raise my navy and i gotta get all this power and she, and with one dragon she fucking decimates the entire fucking shit Oh my god, I wanted something so much more epic than that. This is the last fucking season, Scott. And at this point, the Battle of the Bastards is more epic than this. Like, what the fuck? For sure it was. Like, For sure it was. I don't know. It's it's a thing. But Cersei starts, you know, like, gets her thing going. She's standing there, like, waiting for something to happen. She's up in the keep. Everybody else is standing there waiting. Blah, 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 blah. She finally this. decides to evacuate, right? Not, not until not until way after the next part happens. It was way after the next part happens. Oh, okay, okay. Um, bells are ringing. Bells are ringing, right. Bells They're waiting. Will be Tyrion's, ringing. Tyrion's outside waiting for, you know, he, he's outside the gates. He's surrounded by dead bodies. He started walking towards the gate. He's, he hears the bells ringing. He's, like, waiting for, you know, everything to stop. Like, oh, thank goodness it's going to end. Thanks, going to stop. And then Danny fucking snaps she snaps takes off and does probably one of the one thing that i expected her to do but i, I think it. it was written so poorly i hated it i now you did you read the books no i i'm i read the first book and i read half i i think i read the sec i i think i read the second book too but i gotta go back and read them I, i'm gonna go back and read them probably i'm gonna try to do that this summer um but they're long as fuck yeah, my grandmother read all the books, and she said even though this isn't the book, like, the books are finished, and this story keeps... The books continuing. aren't done. Well, no, 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 like, this season was the writers, not George R. R. Martin's yeah. books. 
she goes, but I basically knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Like, I know what's going to happen, and I'm not looking forward to it. There's something that calls back to when I forgot to tell you about this. You remember in there's a scene in season one whenever she's married to Cal Drogo and she sees the witches. And the witches, they, she has, sees this vision of the Iron Throne and covered in ashes and in the distance you she can hear a dragon roaring and stuff like that so this is kind of like a callback to that where like it, it was destined to happen basically right. it was destined and i saw it coming a mile away because i did too unfortunately yeah. i saw it coming a mile away and i'm i'm not unhappy that it happened i i because it's it's an extra twist to kind of throw in it uh in to the machine a little bit a little, little uh monkey wrench to throw into the engine a little bit because basically what happens is she starts just decimating the entire city going up and down the alleys and the streets just breathing dragon fire left and right and then when she starts doing this gray worm just takes a spear and just chucks it to the back of the one lannister army soldier and yeah, as they've surrendered and shit like that and starts this whole fucking massacre they're totally breaking the geneva convention yeah, right and there john yeah. snow's like look at him he's trying to tell the northmen like stop 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 we can't be doing this shit what the fuck are you doing and they go off on their rape pillage and plunder bullshit kind of thing that they're doing and the reason why it makes no sense to me the way they did it was if they had written it, here's how I would written it. Basically, let me give you the Adam Silva's screenplay for this. Mm-hmm. Okay, Danny does what she does, but she goes to the Red Keep first. She wants to take revenge on Cersei because Cersei's the cause of the reason why she lost her second dragon. Cersei is the cause of the reason why Masande is dead. Cersei is like behind all this stuff, so she flies to the Red Keep first. This is what I'm saying should have happened. She flies to the Red Keep first, and she decimates the Red Keep, kills all the civilians in there, all the guards, destroys the Red Keep. And then in that moment, her blood rage is not squelched. She gets in this blood rage mode and she just has to just keep going. And then she turns on the rest of the city at that point. At that point, it's like a ripple effect where she she takes out the Red Keep and then it spreads out to the rest of the city. That would have made so more sense to so much more sense to me than what she did here, where she just turns on the entire city and the civilians and just start decimating men, women, children. Like you see kids they don't show up, but you see kids getting engulfed in flames and stuff like that. Like it's so fucked up. So you're saying if she would have went for Cersei first, yes. brought down everything, and, and then, then and then just in her blood rage, just went for the rest of the city. That would have been cool. That would have been, been way more sense. What the reason why she couldn't do that is because of what happens next. Cersei then sees the dragon just massacring all these innocent people, and she gets the fuck out of there. I think and her getting out of there is an important thing for what happens I next. think if she saw the dragon come flying towards the Red Keep and saw that there was no arrows flying at it and it was coming there under just coming there un, unmolested then this dra- then she would have absolutely got the fuck out of there too. But would she have had time? I don't think she would have had time. It would have come down on her head. Well, but you but you got to remember she sees him des- she sees a dragon decimating the city and even as dragons decimate the city she's not leaving. Like, she's going down the staircase as the dragon is destroying the keep. And that's when we get to the same the point where we oh, have, this. before this, Clegane and Arya are trying to make their way up to meet up with Cersei. And Clegane has his own thing he wants to do. He's trying to take out his brother because they have this long-standing feud. And when they're in the map room, it's another thing I hate. It was just them rushing through it. Somehow, in one sentence, Clegane is able to convince Arya to give up her lifelong vengeance just to go away and live a happy life because you're right the dragon had already started taking on the red keep the place is rumbling it's about to come down exactly she knows if she goes up 
to get her, she's not getting out of there alive. I, and Clegane tells her that. And I think she, this is what I was trying to say earlier. She had visions of her growing old, having dozens of babies with Gendry. I and think, I think that's appealing to her. Deep I, down, I think it is. I don't have a problem with her turning back on her vengeance thing. I have a problem with the fact that she spent her whole life thinking she's going to kill Cersei by all means necessary. Like She's just going to spend her whole life. That's that's her one goal, is to mm-hmm. kill Cersei. I have a problem with the fact that it's done so quickly. I have a problem with the fact that there's no fight about it. I have a problem with the fact that he Clegane only has to say one sentence. And Arya's like, you're right. Thank you, Clegane. Have fun, buddy. Well, she leaves if right I, then and there, and she still almost barely gets out with her life. I know that, but I would. But I'm saying, like, the Game of Thrones I love is there had to have been a fight about that. Like, Arya could have said, no, I've been doing, I've been had this list my whole fucking life. I'm doing this. Like, there should have been a She's fight about it. She's not dumb, Adam. She's not dumb. She's brilliant. And she knows he's right. She knows they're not getting out of there. I know that, but my yeah. point is, like, there should have been more convincing because she's she's not dumb and she's right, but she's still young. She's still young and she still has that one set track mind of I'm gonna ride down to King's Landing. I'm gonna kill Cersei. That was her whole goal. Right. That was number one on her list was Cersei. What was it, Joffrey or Cersei? I can't remember. If if not, it was, she was like top three on her list. Cersei was like t- at least top three. She's definitely the top one left at this exactly, point. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I I feel like with something like that, with some with somebody like Arya who's been obsessing about this for seven years, I feel like it would have taken a little bit more fight than you don't want to end up like me. Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there should have been a little more fight there. But that being aside, Arya goes back down and Clegane goes up by himself, and we get to my favorite my favorite part of this the whole is my fucking episode. Part too. Fucking Clegane goes up there, meets up with you know Cersei and his guards, and Kyburn is with them, and obviously the mountains with them. And Clegane kills Sander. Clegane kills the extra guardsmen, the extra easy. names. He kills easily. them easy, fucking yeah. easily as shit. And that leaves the three of them. And the mountains, Clyburn, Cersei, and the mountain. And the mountain just looks at him, and it, something snaps. Up to this point, the mountain's been nothing but loyal because he's 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 been brainwashed. He's brought, I think brought he back knows the they're all gonna die too. The the thing's about to come down yeah. on their heads. I think everybody knows we're all going to die. Yeah, and the mountain is like, I'm gonna go deal with my brother because it's been it's it's been our rivalry yeah. since we were childhood. Basically, the mountain's like, I don't have to listen and to you anymore, Kyburn. Kyburn, Kyburn is gonna go up and be like, No, you must listen to her queen. And he, oh my gosh, palms his head like a fucking basketball. Yes, he does. And pushes him against the wall. He smacks his head against it, and then he pushes him down the fucking stairs. He bangs his head against a rock, and his brains just fucking fly oh out the God, back his... of his. I was like, ah. So his mean. head smashed oh, like a melon. God. It was so <laughs> it was... amazing. Yep, and that was the end of that. And then, and then, and there's then a... they come face to face. I and then there's that moment where Cersei just walks by him, and Clegane just. <laughs> I loved him. The hound just. Whoop. Whoop. Let me just skirt <laughs> past you. You guys have your fun. It. They're just staring at each other. They're both frothing in the mouth. They're about to kill each other. And she's just like, "Excuse me, pardon me. Excuse me, pardon me." <laughs> it seems like it seems like you guys got a lot to work out <laughs> yeah, here. Like, I'm gonna um... leave you alone. I'm gonna go this way. Let's do this, okay? And she skirts by him. <laughs> it was so and good. There's a moment the hound looks at her. We're like, "Is he gonna fucking like stab her or something like that?" And he just looks at her and just looks back. It just fucking yeah, ignores like, it. I'm I like, all right. Part. I love that. This is I great. Thought, I laughed out loud when that happened when I was watching it. <laughs> it was so good to me. Yeah, it was so great. That was that was a great point in the episode. And oh, their epic battle though. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was such a good battle that we all knew the hound was not going to win. He could he could draw. Nobody beats the mountain. He could draw, but he was never going to win. Because the fucking mountain, A, is the mountain, but also he's a fucking zombie. Yeah, he's got whatever Clyburn did to him. I, I don't even know. 
Yeah. He did he some strange magic. Die. Yeah. Yeah. So they they have this big old fight. Arya is running through the streets trying to get the fuck out of there because a dragon is flying through and just doing all his all her nonsense, all his fucking burning people and shit like that. And Cersei meets up with Jamie in the map room, and that's a whole fucking thing. And they decide to try to escape, but when they try to escape, oh, we skip past this the Euron and Jamie fight scene. Oh, that was cool. That happened. It was a really weird interaction between those two because I don't know how the fuck Euron found Jamie right as he was walking into the secret path, but yeah. whatever, I guess. Um, but they have a fight scene, and Euron gets a shit eating grin on him when he's dying. Like, I'm the one that killed the Kingslayer, even though he didn't. And it's yeah, not how it happened. I gotta be honest. See, that's that's a thing of writing that I didn't like. He, As many times that he stared at the, he stared at the camera too when he did it. Well, that but Euron won that fight. He stabbed Jamie so many times he had to be mortally wounded. He might have limped in and climbed up the stairs and got to the map room with Cersei, but there's no way he was going to survive from those wounds. No, he got stabbed so many times. Yeah, and he and. Euron gets stabbed one time and he lays there and dies. Well, he like he gets stabbed like right on like right in the torso mm-hmm. with bear in mind Euron is stabbing him with a skinny fucking knife. So he's taking little stabs at him with a skinny knife. Jamie takes a sword, stabs him and then twists the sword back and forth to kind of dig it in I there. Get, okay, I guess. So he uh, so Jamie would have died from his wounds, but Jamie definitely killed him basically outright with that they with pretty that much had a duel and killed each other basically yeah. but jamie was mortally wounded but okay mm-hmm. enough to make it to the map make room. it to the next scene if you exactly will. so okay. they can have their little little moment mm-hmm. um so yeah danny is doing all this nonsense john snow is trying to gain control of the ground trying to get his no- at least the northmen to stop doing what they're doing he kills he kills one of his northmen when he tries to rape this one woman mm-hmm. and that's a whole fucking thing so there's a moment where you're thinking like maybe john snow is gonna finally grow a pair and you know go up to danny and be like what the fuck are you doing bitch like seriously what are you doing this is not why i bent the knee what the what, what's going on Tyrion's all fucking heartbroken because all this shit's going on and his gamble didn't pay off again. So yeah, he he's got a look on his face like <clears throat> Varys was right. Yeah, yeah. Like Varys makes a point of saying like before he's burned by the I'm dragon. Wrong. Like I I really hope I'm wrong. I I hope I'm wrong about this. But you know, if I'm right, eat your dick because yeah. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. We go to jail peacefully. Happily, quietly, but if I'm right, Lenny, we just <laughs> saved the lives of millions of registered voters. <laughs> so little Ghostbusters for you. Oh yeah. So yeah. Um, so what ja- happens next, Adam? Jamie gets Cersei down to the potential exit, and it's all buried. Oh, because and it it's blocked up, yep. and so they have a moment. And Cersei has a the, the only major moment of weakness she's ever had in this entire series comes at this moment she when she starts she starts crying and she tells Jamie, "I don't want to die, not like this, not like this." I gotta ask some. Yeah. So the keep falls on them. Yep. And they're presumably dead. They're presumably cannot survive that. What happened? Um, are you satisfied with the way Cersei died? No. Neither am I. Neither am I. No, I I wanted her to die the way Ned Stark died. That's what I wanted. I wanted the dragon I wanted, to, like, I wanted the dragon to eat her, is what I wanted. <laughs> That's what I wanted. I wanted the dragon I wanted, to eat her. I wanted there to be a spectacle like they did with Ned Stark 
and chopped head off. I wanted Arya to do it. It would just become full yeah. circle. Instead, she gets this she gets this nice moment with her with the basically the love of her life, her brother, and gets this really nice moment to be able to hold each other while she's basically going to be dying. Like that's how Palestinian killed children die every day. Like yeah. I wanted a special death for her. You know, like yeah. It's 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 yeah. I was I was very dissatisfied with the way it happened. I told you, I told you. If Cersei doesn't get this come up, get her come up at the end of the series, this whole show has been a failure. Well, do you that think is she what did? I said. Do you think she? No, did? I don't. I is don't. the whole show a failure to you because she didn't? I guess it is at this point because she didn't get. She's been responsible for so much horribleness. What has if happened. they? What if they dig her mangled corpse out of the rubble and then do bad things to it? Would that make it better? You, sir, have redeemed yourself. <laughs> I can oh, see what them doing that too. What so, a show. In this show. Well, I mean, she wants to sit on the fucking Iron Throne. The Iron Throne is buried with tons and tons of rubble. So, and they've killed all the workers <laughs> who are going to unbury it. Yeah. So, I don't know what's going to happen now. I think. I think at the end, she doesn't care about the Iron Throne anymore. She just cares the about Iron getting her Throne revenge. isn't the actual Iron Throne. Well, like I, the- I heard some. I heard some people talking about it, and I heard some people. It, in defense of in defense of what I said, where I think it was dumb of her to start with the people in the beginning and then move to the Red Keep, there were a lot of people that made the argument that well, the reason why she turned on the people was because she, the entire season has been her basically complaining about how everybody loves Jon Snow and everybody hates her, and that was a big thing of the that was a big thing early in the episode was now he's the heir to the throne. Yeah, that well, makes yeah, well, that was a big thing in the early of the episode too, where she was talking about if I can't rule with love, then I'll rule with fear. And so I guess the logic was if, you, if you're going to rule fear, then you got to make people fear you like this. It's really difficult for people to fear you, though, if you burn them to death. It's kind of difficult for that to happen. Just going to say. Just going to say that. Also, the entire season has been predicated on the thought of nobody likes me. People don't love me. Which I, I, I get is a good motivational thing, but I think it's been handled poorly in this episode. That's the reason why I say this entire season has been poorly written. The I like the season. It, the cinematography is amazing. The music is so amazing. The acting has been on par from what we've seen in all the other seasons so far. The, the A lot of it is really, really good. The decisions they're making has been real, real shit. And even the actors, I think, a lot of the actors, I think, realize it, too, because you'll hear a lot of uh, uh, reporters and stuff like that go up to, like, you know, John, the actor who played Jon Snow Kit or, Amelia, or Kit Harrington or Amelia. or Peter Dinklage or Amelia Clark, and they'll be like, so you satisfied with the with the uh, ending of your character? Are you satisfied with the way your character arc went in the season? And they get this look on their face where they want to say no. And they're like, oh, you know... Sort of, yeah, kind of, and then they realize, oh wait, HBO is paying my bills. Oh, it's going to be. A re- they all have the same answer. Oh, it's going to be a really epic season. It's going to be such an epic season. They're, you know, the viewers are going to love it. It's going to be so epic. There's going to be so much going on. The viewers are all going to love it. I loved. I loved in one of those after shows. You watch the after shows after they do. Not the not one really. The one that I watched it was after the Battle of Winterfell, and they were interviewing um, Maisie Williams, and they were like, "When you read the script and you found out that Arya was the one to kill the Night King, how did you react?" She's like, "Oh, I was so excited." She's like, "You know, I thought it was going to be Jon the whole time, and when I read it was going to be Arya, she's like, I was super excited. Well, how did Jon take it? Or how did Kit take it?" 
She goes, oh, he was so cool that they, they showed that yeah. they, they showed him sitting like this. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and you know what? You have to take what these guys say a little bit, like to heart, a little bit, because these guys have been playing these characters for years, for almost a decade now. So they would know yeah. what their fucking character would do in this situation. So they like you like become that character, even yeah. though it's not you. You're yeah. playing a role, but like Peter Tink- Dinklage is the bet. Like I think it was P- it was Peter Dinklage or Kit Harrington that that when they said like how's the season going? Like how are people going? How how you like the season? Like oh, it's real disappointing. Like that was the first thing they said. Real disappointing. There, and really? then, and then they were like, "We're talking about love," and then they try to laugh it off. Like, no, 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 it's it's gonna be really good. People are gonna love it. You know, it's it, it's gonna be a really great season and stuff. I can't remember who it was. Really, but I didn't hear but that. they but I I saw the video and they and they kind of briefly said that real quick, and I was like, "Huh? Even the fucking actors know it's bullshit. Even the actors know that the writers suck." It's just, and I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think the writers all suck. I think it's the two main guys that are in, in charge of creating the show, which are in charge of all the plot and what's going on. I think it's them. I think they suck. I think yeah. they are terrible. You see them at the end of every episode. They do interviews with them, and I kind of briefly, I briefly skimmed it a couple times, and you see them talking, and I'm like, you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about, do you? Like, yeah. like it's, it's just. But it's I like, would, it, I would have loved to have seen it with better writers better people behind it it's like it, it's crazy when you see like the behind the scenes <coughs> photos like i've seen like in not, not even behind the scenes like i've seen like out in public like amelia clark and lena hetty who's uh yeah. cersei yeah like hanging out with each other like yucking it up like they're friends like they yeah. play on a show together but i'm like you should kill each other like, <laughs> like take this doing? knife and stab her in the temple please or like the scene they showed with Maisie williams and the actor who played the night king like they're having a really good time shooting that scene together and i'm just like this is creepy like i used, usually see that stuff in photos for the walking dead too like in between cuts when the camera's not rolling there's like these pe- these extras standing there made up as zombies they're like <laughs> With, with, like, the actors on the show, they have a plate of food, and they're, like, sharing food in between. I'm like, that's so weird to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you know, I can't remove myself from the story. I, I immerse myself in the storyline, in these characters. So when I see, like, those things happening, I'm like, they're fucking lying to me. <laughs> that's what I feel. I feel hurt. I, I was listening to the Rooster Teeth podcast, mm-hmm. and they had on there a very famous YouTuber named Markiplier. And not not a fan of his videos, but you know, upon listening to the podcast, I'm a fan of the guy himself, and I would listen to a podcast if he did it. Um, but they were talking about Game of Thrones in the past couple episodes in their show, and he made a point into saying that because I think he reads, he was a big fan of the books too. He made a point, and I agree that this would be a great way of done, doing the show of ending it was instead of ending it where you take care of the dead first, and then you go down and deal with the Iron Throne maybe they should have dealt with the iron throne first maybe they should have left like a contingent of like nor a northern army up in the north and then they sent people down to deal with the iron throne to take care of cersei to deal with all that nonsense first and then the the dead come south well as we see now what they could have done is daenerys could have been like hold on a second i'll be right back Hop on your dragon, fly the fuck down south, yeah. burn the shit, when you come had, back, when you had three back. dragons, When you had three fucking dragons, by All the right, way. I'm back. You had three fucking dragons I'm back. Let's, hand, let's handle these motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I think that would have been really more interesting if you dealt with the Iron Throne, then, you know, you put something on the Throne, you know, that's whole thing, Sarah, and then it starts snowing in fucking King's Landing, and the dead come south. 
I thought that would have been a, maybe a little bit more interesting of way of handling it, I guess. I mean, there's a bunch of different ways you can handle it, I guess. This is the way we're going to get it. There's a lot of people that are, like, petitioning for, like, reshoots of, like, this season or reshoots of, like, the last couple episodes. I'm not all for that. That's too much fucking money. They're not going to want to do that. That's that's kind of a bit of a cop-out, in my opinion. But I just hope... I hope the last episode's done right. I hope it brings everything together. And I really hope it's done well. Like I said... I don't think the season is bad. I don't think the season is horrible. I really enjoying the season. It's just a lot of the writing, a lot of the decisions. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. Could it could have done it way better. And I've been watching the show for seven years. I like to think I know a thing or two. I know more than you writers who've been doing this as a career. So I don't know. Like when Ron Swanson gets approached by somebody at the Home Depot. I know more than you. <laughs> Love that theme. All right, so what's next? What's next, dude? I don't fucking know. There's one episode left, and then we're never gonna see know. them are again. Gonna, Our friends. Are we going to have the Northmen now fighting Danny's army? Is that was gonna be a, be a thing? Like, what the fuck? I like I like the theory, <clears throat> the seed you planted in here, that Varys was working with that little uh, scullery maid who's in the kitchen. To poison the uh, food. So she'll be, she'll take she'll initiative and she'll become the next Varus, basically. Well, like, maybe, he, we don't know what he was writing on that little slip of paper he burned. Maybe he's like, if something happens to me, keep fucking doing it. <laughs> In fact, if I'm going to do it double. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. maybe she's doing Two that. Two vials of poison. Yeah. And maybe like, Daenerys is going to drop the fuck dead and Jon's like, oh shit, now what do I do? Okay, I guess I'll go sit over King here. King in the thing. South. King in the South. <laughs> but like, he. He should be king at this point. I was always Team Daenerys. I was Team Daenerys when she hundred percent the, the breaker of chains when she freed the slaves. I was I was on her side. I was in her corner. After this, I'm. I think I've switched my. I'm. I'm not Jon Snow. From, I can switch my allegiances. I'm done with her. From the beginning of the series, from the moment that he went north to take the black, I've been Team Jon Snow. From the beginning. From the beginning. And I was really disappointed when he was killed. And then I was like, oh, they brought him back. So that's going to be a thing in this show. Okay. Yeah. But he's, at least he's back. I and just, he's doing his thing now. I tend to pick wrong. And then know? and then they screamed, King in the North for Jon Snow. I was like, fuck yes. King in the North. Fuck yes. Absolutely. Yes. That's, you you were yelling is, at your TV, King in the North. I literally was doing that. I, I I had had a few rum and cokes, and I was like, King in the North. You were. You I was got, raising my mug. King you, the, I've got a Game of Thrones mug. King you, of the you, North. You got your sword out. Yeah. yeah. I, know I was you. like, King of the North. You. King of the but North. I, but I was, on, I was fucking, on Team Targaryen. And then I was. fucking bent the knee. I was on Team Targaryen. I was always with her. But I choose wrong. I chose MySpace over Facebook. I was wrong there. I said I like Backstreet Boys better than NSYNC. I said this Timberlake guy is never going anywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> I have not History always... History <laughs> has proven you wrong yeah, so time and time I again. Think, I think I've been the one who's been wrong now and again. So we'll see. We'll see. We got one more episode tomorrow night. I'm kind of sad, man. Kind of sad. I'm not. The way the season's going, I'm kind of like, just let it end. Let it, let's it. let finish I, it up at this I point. I didn't care for the last two episodes, but I'm not going to let that taint that the entire is, series. That is a third of the fucking season. You realize that. The last two episodes are, is a third of the season. But I, so. liked, I liked the th- previous three, I guess. 
So like if you don't like to, if you don't like the finale episode, that's half the season you we'll didn't see. like. We'll and see. It's, and it's the we'll latter. See. It's the latter half at that. The ending of it, basically. We'll see. So, well, I don't yeah. know what they're gonna do. I don't know I how. I have no idea. So if you guys want to get hold of Forest Direction, tell us what you thought of the season so far. How do you think it's gonna end? Email us. Well, for your distraction at gmail.com. I guess at this point, by the time you listen to it, it's already ended and you know. But give us what your what your alternative endings would be, I guess, would be. What would you think how it should have ended? What would you have liked to have seen? Um, Ant-Man. Tell us where we're wrong. Up Cersei's butt and expands. So that would be sexual harassment at Can that point. Can you imagine if Daenerys had all of the Infinity Stones? Good God. What would the Mad Queen do with all that power? Same thing that Thanos did with it, I guess. Yeah. Would be my imagination. Um, except they wouldn't have dusted away; they would have burned and then dusted. So, uh, we're also on our social media sites: Facebook and Twitter. Search for Distraction at Podcast FYD. We are on SoundCloud and we're on iTunes. Search for Distraction. Rate us, like us, comment on us, share us with your friends. The only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. We're also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. That is our official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network. They do a really good job recapping the Game of Thrones scenes. Check out the Movie Guys. They're also on Movie Guys is also on YouTube. Yes, Movie Guys yes. is also on YouTube, and you can find a lot of their stuff. They do uh, live commentary on the Game of Thrones episodes right after it's done on Sunday. So, yeah. you know, check out, check out what they have to say, what they're their opinions intense, of it. Are. They're right after it. Check that out. And they put our shows on there too, audio versions on YouTube also. So subscribe to the movie guys podcast on YouTube as well. <sighs> we'll give a shout out to a couple of our friends who've uh, <clears throat> been listeners as of late. Uh, my friend Mark, I don't know if he wants to give me his last his last name out there, so I'm just going to say my buddy Mark, he stumbled across the show. He's like, I didn't know you had a podcast, so now he's a listener. Thanks for thanks for joining in. Adam, I know you ran into somebody. Yeah, I ran into an old buddy of ours, a mutual friend of ours uh, named, I'm, I will give his last name, named Josh Watkins, because he, do, uh, he does a lot of uh, streaming right now. He's doing a lot of like game and streaming. I'm assuming he's on, on Twitch and YouTube and everything like that. Um, he could be under his name. He has a pseudonym called Infin- Infinifractal Teleflowers. I'm not going to tell you how it's spelled because I don't even know how the fuck it's spelled. But that's kind of what his pseudonym is on the internet. So you could probably search for that if you want to maybe catch some, some video game streaming that he does. Wow. I don't know, man. <clears throat> we got one more show. One more show. Of a Game of Thrones <laughs> recap to do in the future. We don't, that's it. we don't normally do this, but next week's episode is going to be our review of Endgame. Oh, we don't wow. usually do new v- reviews, and we don't usually uh, kind of advertise what's going to be going on the next episode. But I'm a dick. It took me a long time to it see did, it. It did, but it's okay. You saw it, and now we're going to review it. Yes. We're going to talk about Endgame finally. It'll be after the final episode of Game of Thrones. So if you have not seen Endgame, make sure you watch it before next week's episode so that you can catch what our thoughts are on Endgame. 